Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Literally, how do you start this and not make it weird? There's, like, actually no possible way you can start this and make it not weird. It's crazy. Um, so, this is my podcast that I'm started today. It is called Girl, God Hates You. It's a working title. No, I did have a title um, before this called Surviving Catholic School, but I'm a recent grad. Woo-woo! And um, I just thought, like, why the fuck would it be that anymore? Because, like, did it. I'm not in the current mindset of that. Um, but I've gone to Catholic school my whole life. And it's something that's just in me. Couldn't explain how or why. Well, I guess I'll give you, like, a little background. Um, I live in Texas. And my parents, one parent is Methodist. One is Lutheran, but is, like, actually fully atheist now. And, like, like literally, it's my dad. And when we would bring him to church, he would literally play poker in the pews on, like, Christmas and Easter. And, like, my mom would smack him upside the head. Their relationship's interesting. Anyways, um, so, like, they haven't their own interesting thing going on. And then my mom is, they're both, like, socially liberal. But, because, you know, this is a whole thing we could, like, get into, but, like, in Texas and the South, like, you kind of have that coinciding of, like, religion is in politics, whether you like it or not. Separation of church and state does not exist here for many people, and it influences votes. Um, And we don't have it, sadly, separation of church and state. I wish to God we did. Wish to him, capital H-I-M, that we did, but we don't. Um, But that's how I grew up, you know, I went to church on Sunday for Methodist church and then I grew up all my life going to a small Catholic school um my parents just thought it was a good education which it was to be fair um I think the school that I went to was very good and education wise I think I learned a lot I think I don't know they were just a little stricter what I will say is I didn't like how conservative they were and I learned Catholic teachings all growing up because we had religious class, religion class, we had religion, like, we had nuns teaching us, um, not just religion, but other studies, and then they would just, like, randomly throw religion in there, um, but it kind of just, that whole way of growing up made it so confusing to me to grow up and be like, what the fuck am I gonna do now with religion, you know, I wasn't, totally against it I was like I could see why people like it and I always would say I was like I would be like it brings people comfort and sometimes I think when you say that like I I say that to my mom to this day I go well it's some mom it's something that brings you comfort and she is always like wow so you just think it's and I'm like why is that offensive like prayer and solitude meditation what however you want to slice the pie like it literally is just it's it's solitude it's whatever brings you peace right god was supposed to ground you so i hear you know like you're supposed to be grounded in his whatever you know and um i don't think when i say like it brings you comfort because that almost i understand why people get offended when you say that because it does almost sound condescending 
But that's not how I mean it. I just genuinely mean it's something that brings a lot of people comfort. Um, And when I was growing up, it did not in any way. And I did get to, like, go through my childhood, like, picking what I wanted my religious background to be, you know? I was like, you know, I could go for, like, agnostic, which is, we all love an agnostic moment. Um, I would say I'm still in that era, but, like, it's weird. Um, Then my dad was, like, fully atheist. I remember, like, having a conversation with him when I was quite young just about, like, why do you, like, not go to church with us and, like, do all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, I don't think God's real. And I was, mm, I was, my hand on my mouth gasped, like, you can do you can do that. I was literally whispering, you can do that. And he said, yeah, you pretty much can. I was flabbergasted. I said, dad, that's crazy. He was like, it kind of is crazy. He was like, but, um, I make my own choices and, uh, this is what I've decided to choose. And I was like, that's tea. <laughs> I was like, wow. And you know, I think sometimes girls think they're, or kids think their dad is just so much cooler than mom so I went through the phase of just like my dad says God's not real so then I would go to school my mom also worked at my school I would go to school and I'd be like raising my hand and I'd be like yes and I go y'all know you don't have to believe and I would be like what the fuck who invited this kid like (laughs) you don't have to believe and I go my dad told me you don't and then I would be like detention no not actually but she would just be like um anyways we're gonna do something different today we're gonna do another bible exercise for the bajillion time excuse me i'm gonna bore myself with a yawn anyways um no i just i was literally like you don't have to believe that's crazy but there was like definitely a certain comfort for me in going to school or going to church um but then you learn all these catholic teachings i was actually baptized in both the methodist church and the lutheran church because my dad's parents were lutheran so they wanted a baptism in the lutheran church and then i got baptized in the methodist church and then i went through all the processes of all the sacraments not all but like the main three in um the catholic church i got the catholic bab or not the baptism but uh, communion and confession, like training. And I wanted to do it so bad. Oh my God, guys. I wanted to eat the body of Christ so bad. I wanted to taste that beautiful man I would see in the pictures. <laughs> I'm not making fun of religion. Like, don't get mad at me. Um, but no, I was like, oh my God. I think maybe Jesus was my sexual awakening? Question mark? I don't know. Who was the actor who played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ? Because man... Man, he had it going on, I'll tell you that much. He was gorgeous. Oh my god, he was so beautiful. That man was gorgeous. Mm. Let me Google it. No, I'm curious. I don't know if I can exit out of this. Just kidding. Um, no, but he was a fine, fine man. And, oh, I wanted to drink his blood and ate his body. <laughs> Kill me now, honestly. Like, I don't have to be here. Um. No, I just... I wanted to be involved so bad. Also, it's like all your friends get to go and do this thing. All, all my little best friends that are seven or eight are like, get to eat this man up. And I didn't get to. And I was like, oh, I want to be Catholic. Oh, 
the fuck? Why can't I be Catholic? My mom was like, you can't. You can't do that. You can't, like, it's, you're not Catholic. I was like, what if I became Catholic? And she was like, you don't get to do that until you're, like, confirmed when you're older. And I was like, that's so unfair. Because I want to eat. I wanted to go in that confession booth too so bad i was like i wanted to tell god every little doubt i was thinking you know i obviously started a podcast about religion but i wanted to be like so you know so i hear you can't believe and he was like dude five on marys you know that was just like the vibe i wanted for so long like wanting to be into religion and doing all that um but as you grow up you like learn and you go through a lot of things throughout the school that make you be like huh well first of all religion is kind of boring if you think about it like as a topic i don't find it the most interesting unless it pertains to my life selfish i know but that's just how i feel i've always felt that way it's not actually interesting story-wise like bible-wise whoever wrote that Whoever wrote the Bible literally yawn. I just yawned because of it. Like, so fucking boring. I cannot with the Bible. It's just not fun. It is not fucking fun, bro. Like, it's not interesting. Um, it makes no sense. It's written goofy. And it's just not fun for anyone involved. Um, but as I got older and, you know, I became more, like, feminist. And it's, like, more on my dad's side of, like yeah everybody's stupid no one knows anything and all this stuff and i also had a period where i was a late bloomer so when i was i most of the girls were getting their periods like oh my god actually scratch that i had a period or a a moment a time period when i was in school we had seen uh not passion of the christ but another movie just like about the birth of Jesus Christ. I don't know if it was like a prequel or something. But it was like Mary finding out through the guardian angel that she had conceived Jesus Christ. Like the Lord's son or whatever the fuck. I remember when I remember when I saw that movie. I got into the car in the pickup line. And I said, my mom said oh my god scarlet what's wrong i said i'm pregnant (laughs) mom i'm pregnant she said that's cute why are you sad again he said you didn't hear me i'm literally pregnant (laughs) sobbing my eyes i said oh my god i'm literally pregnant I'm literally pregnant. And she was like, you're crazy, girl. Like, no, you're not. And I was like, what if God chooses me to be the Virgin Mary? And she was like, Scarlet, that's literally not going to (laughs) happen. She was like, you have to think, although my mom is, is religious to this day and like was back then. She was also also very socially liberal. Like, she was never against gay people. She let us play with whatever, dress however, you know, do all of those things. She was not... She didn't... I didn't have the binds holding me back 
at home like I did that were like the ones that were holding me back at school um just with like being a girl and like that whole thing so I was like mom how do you know that I'm not gonna be the next Virgin Mary like I'm not ready for that like I'm not ready for a kid I'm barely a kid literally a kid she said well there's this thing that also gets you pregnant and I said what and my mom actually deadass explained me the whole thing the whole thing she said the the boys you know there's boys in your class there's boys and there's girls i said yeah she said biologically um if you wanted to be with a boy you would have sex with a boy and i said that's crazy and she said the p and the v the birds and the bees she literally i remember my mom saying to me there are three holes don't get it twisted you got one two and three and we go from front to back <laughs> what but that way no i'm kidding yeah front to back <laughs> me like trying to remember how i wipe my ass oh my god you go front to back and you literally start from your vagina <laughs> and you wipe your butt that way we go front to back one two three we wipe our butt one two three <laughs> no but she was just like um you have your urethra like explain the full beat and uh, you know what little kids like myself just like take things and run you know how it be so when i get to school So when I get to school the next day, I go, oh my God, did y'all freak out that thinking you guys were going to be the next Virgin Mary? And all the little girls said, oh my God, I thought so too. Like that movie freaks me out so bad. I really thought, I really fucking thought. And we're all crying and I go, guys, there's this thing we don't know about yet. And they go, oh my God, Scarlett. I was literally like the teacher. I was the knower of all things. I should, I was got up in that bitch. Like I literally... They should have been praying down to me. We all know that. And I was like, guys, there's three holes. And they said, what? And I spread all this knowledge. I spread it to the people. You might be like, no way. Dude, yeah. I probably explained it bad. I probably didn't explain it right. But I explained the gist of, like, there is this thing called sex. My mom said, well, you get a period. And da-da-da. And da-da-da-da-da. Um, my mom never said, like, the whole Mary thing was fake, per se. But she was just like, you, my darling, I don't see you as the next coming. Like, no no shade, no tea, no offense, like, but it's just not you. And I said, honestly, that makes me feel better. <laughs> and then she was like, also, you're 12? Or I think I was at the time. So she was like, so you haven't had a period. So first of all, you're not Mary. Second of all, you haven't had a period. Third, have you had premarital sex? She was so nervous to ask. No. I was literally like, um, no, I haven't because uh i don't talk to guys in my class Uh, they actually like all gross me out like they're vile and she was like then you're fine you're safe you're good to go bestie she literally showed me how to insert a tampon like in that moment and i was like oh my god and there were some girls in my class like i remember telling the story and there were some girls in my class that were like they knew about the period but they didn't know anything else in the pipeline you know of like birds and bees blah 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 me explaining sex to this podcast (laughs) Um, but they didn't know any other part, so they were, I think it freaked them out, like, because by my period, I could still be considered. And I think that part also freaked me out, because I was like, when I get my period, I could become it. But there's no stipulation in the Bible that's like, Mary had her first menstrual cycle, and then Angel Gabriel was like, you've been chosen. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't an order that I remember 
I just remember it freaking me out. It was so spooky. Oh my god, I was so scared. God, I was so scared. This now leads into like my story of uh what's it called? Like me growing up. I was like twelve or thirteen at that time. But as I was saying before, I was a late bloomer. So I didn't have my period until I was drumroll please 16 and when i tell people that people are like no way that's crazy bro and also when we watched that movie like we weren't far off from getting our periods technically speaking you know puberty starts at different ages for everyone but a lot of the girls like that next year had gotten their period oh my god i wanted my period so bad dude oh i wanted it so bad imagine oh my god and i'm literally on my period as i'm recording this gotta tell god it's hell it is hell um anyways (laughs) this is just getting into like my background a little uh and this is kind of what i want to talk about every week like just stories within my world that i grew up in and why i think that is so relatable specifically in the u.s and the south and in christianity culture um but this goes for any like religion i would say because there's so much purity culture in all religions um obviously i cannot focus on others because i do not have experience with others um but it's like i can imagine if you went to like a jewish school and you watched like a sad movie about something you know like that would be an involvement in that stuff like that um i would just say like these experiences shaped me so much in a shameful way but also in like a amazing way like I look back at them and I laugh and I think like girl god is not a fan of you or any of the bullshit you tried to pull at that school because it was just not it it is just not it you know I think a lot of the time you try to fit in as much as you can with the in crowd at your school I think everybody does as much as you want to be different you want to stand out or uh you know we all want to sneak in sneak behind everyone when we're in a situation like that um but as we get out of it we want to stand out so bad I know I did oh my god I wanted so much fucking attention when I was like god I mean I always wanted attention I can remember being young and like wanting to be the center of attention of everything but like you get into this phase of junior high and high school and just embarrassing moments and kids thinking you're weird and different and you know you never felt like one of them because you weren't catholic but then you still had to be set by all the ideals of catholicism within the school but you didn't go home and pray to that god you know you didn't pray to a different god necessarily but like no one in your family is forcing you to be anything but the whole school feels like it's forcing you to be something and you know i think for a while you like go through a phase if you're like i just hate god i in my i was like i actually hate him i think it's this what they're saying he is if they're saying he's this you know they say he's omnipotent and all-knowing and he loves everyone and all this stuff but all these people who worship him and you know it's that phrase like nothing I forget the phrase, but there's nothing, 
nothing more hate no more hatred not something is not as hatred as like christian love you know um but there's supposed to be this god who's all-knowing omnipotent and just powerful and loves everyone but all these people who subscribe to him do not follow those same guidelines and these are people you know we all like want to get out of our parents in some way and you know that i think that first getting out of your parents belt is school right so you go to school and you know as i grew up like my mom would always tell me like you're so cool you're so this you're so that i think you could do all these things you know she had the most faith in me for everything my both my parents said i'm just i'm remembering my mom giving pep talks whatever um and i was just like she doesn't know shit you know you think your parents don't know shit you're like she just was saying that because she's my mom like i swear she signed a contract on the birth certificate that says like she has to be obsessed with me all growing up and like be encouraging because what are you gonna do be hateful to your kid and a lot of people are i know the more i grow up the more i realize like how many parents like that is not their way of mindset and all that stuff anyways so when you go to school and you get out from there and you're gonna start talking to people about what their beliefs are and the majority of those people believe in something that you're like doesn't relate to you you know like my mom is mexican and it was like a full school full of white people and you know i'm half white or uh, like 70 i'm 20 my mom's half mexican um so i'm 25 percent mexican i didn't look crazy i look very white you know i have eurocentric features all this stuff and i don't want to say this like it's an experience of someone who's fully mexican or like looks more mexican or black or, you know anyone that's a person of color going having that same experience but there was just always something I wasn't doing right. And there was always something that I wasn't, even if it was a small thing. And I know so many people relate to that on such a bigger level. But you always believe that your parents aren't like telling you the right thing. And as I grow up, I realized that more and more. But all these people that I thought were the coolest and they all praise this God. So they all knew more than me, you know, because it's, I, since I don't subscribe to that, I don't know any other God that's omnipotent, all-knowing, and knows the ways of life, and knows how to function, and knows how to do this, and knows how to do that. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that one. I didn't have a comparison. So if it was ever brought up in class that God said this, it was like, I could say a statement based on evidence or fact or personal experience and to be like well what do you know you don't believe in god so already my point of view my input was worthless you know i always it was always something that was put down because it could not compare to anything that they could do ever 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 it was always something that was beneath them always and I don't want to say this as a point of like contention or like that they it was just a belittlement unlike anything else you know especially when I got into high school and during the time I was in high school it was the 2016 election and it was just a huge time for politics and it's a big Trump supporting town and you know, we're having, I took, um, 
it was a college class they call it call it dual credit it was like a college class within high school and it's usually like the couple first um classes of college or whatever and we're taking a history class via like online and the teachers like go around and say a political cause you care about everybody goes around and is like talking about i don't even know like gun rights and like police rights and like back the blue they're saying all this shit that i just you know i have no no connection to and no belief that it's something that is important and i just was like bullshit 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 like i want to punch every single one of you because y'all are bullshit and you know you're just regurgitating what your parents say which you know what i can't say i was doing much better But not only was it enforced by their parents, it was then enforced by the school, which was then enforced by their town, which was then enforced by their world eventually, because they got that motherfucker elected, you know? It was something that was so, you know, like I said in the beginning, there was no separation of church and state. It was just within them. And my best friend, still my best friend, Natalie, love you, she she was like, raised her hand. And she said, I'm pro-choice and I believe women should have the right to choose what they do with their bodies. And taking those rights away would be damaging to many women who don't have access to uh, abortion clinics around the country. And of course, this is a huge pro-life school. Like, huge. I swear, I I didn't, I was, they were pro-life when they came out the womb. They said pro-life and then they couldn't, like, eat the next day. But who cares? They were alive. Anyways, um, <laughs> they... And the stares she got, the talk she got, the all of what she said, I was, you know, I was so, in my head, I was just like, good for fucking her. I also said something similar. I didn't say pro-life, pro-choice. I was talking about equal pay for men and women across the board and across the country. I was like, that's a cause that's near and dear to my heart because, you know, fucking obviously, I don't know why it wouldn't be. Anyways, um... We go to the next class, and also it's, like, a very small school. We go to the next class, and literally the teacher's, like, not, she didn't get in trouble for it. But it was, like, a thing that was talked about, and I think the teacher ended up talking to her about it and was, like, kind of, like, that rhetoric is not okay. You cannot be saying things like that. And, you know, I have so many more experiences, not only from her, but from myself, about, like, speaking your mind in the classroom is just not allowed oh so we're just not going to teach critical thinking that's cool that's cool we're gonna we're gonna supervise what speech and if it's not the population's speech or the mass majority's opinion about the topic um then yeah we can't you can't like talk to anyone um bye (laughs) it would happen all the time everything was diminished and i remember when we were learning about premarital sex you know i was being such a dick (laughs) i said you have to test drive the car before you buy it (laughs) like under my breath to a friend and uh i hadn't even had sex yet don't think i'm some big fucking dog out here like like i don't fucking I knew nothing. I didn't even kiss a boy. I literally was just, I didn't know anything. I was just like, God, like, I'm horny as hell. God forbid I want to have, I want to fuck someone. You know it's going to be bad. The nun didn't know. But I don't think anyone in that room had had sex before. But we're all like, they're all like, this is the way. This is the way. Um, 
and just I remember my teacher like calling me out for that and it was just like what'd you say I was like nothing um it was just constant bullshit and you know obviously I think this is stuff that doesn't just happen in catholic schools it's just my experience but I have so many stories like that to share with y'all and I think this podcast is just going to be an outlet for me to talk about religious experiences I've had and I will bring my friends on and you know most of them are uh not only catholic within their schools um but catholic within uh their families as well they go home to a catholic home and those religious values and teachings are something that are still are instilled in their daily lives to this day you know they go home and they have to experience that now that I'm out of that I don't have to do the same um and hopefully I can expand this into other religions and learn from other you know cultures that I know and how that can coincide um but I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. I think this is very fun and therapeutic for me. And, you know, I want to focus on also just, like, certain aspects of each part that I um, focus on. You know, I want to do an episode on, like, purity culture. I want to do an episode on... I'm trying to think. I have a bunch of ideas. An episode on um, Catholic college, because I also went to a Catholic college. <laughs> different but different same difference you know type vibe but um what that experience was like and how it was treated there and what was okay and what wasn't okay at the college bitch I was 18 okay (laughs) it's a wild ride and I actually want to say I do like both of those schools and I guess this makes it like oh my god, this kind of is like the incentive of, if you're liberal, don't send your kid to a Catholic school. And honestly, I don't have an answer that would be correct for you. I think it's like a yes and no. Because I don't think my parents regret it. I don't regret it. You know, I had an option to get out when I got, when I graduated high school, to go to a public college. But um, this university was Catholic and it gave me a good amount of money. And, uh, you know, Catholic is, it's a journey, Catholicism. Um, but this God that they subscribe to is, he don't, he don't like us. He doesn't like you if you're a woman who speaks out. He doesn't like you if you're gay. He doesn't like you if you're black. He doesn't like you if you have premarital sex. But he's okay when his priests groom children you know it's just everywhere every which way has a people pick and choose cherry pick what they think is important to them he's not okay for you to have rights as a woman he is not okay if you are transgender he is not okay if you are non-binary he's like he he capital h-i-m hates you he hates me he hates you don't get it twisted okay I would love if there was more rhetoric out there about how there's a God, whatever God you subscribe to, that does not care and doesn't have a don't say gay law and doesn't have, you know, all of these uh, pre or there's like disposition. I can't speak today has um, stipula. There we go. The words doesn't have a stipulation on who you are. 
I say in this podcast the name is Girl God Hates You. People that represent God hate you. If you are someone who is black and gay or transgender, however you um, identify and whatever, whatever skin you were born in, you know, all that. If you have a relationship with God that is healthy and amazing, that's awesome. And I fully support that. And I'm glad that you have that. I really am. Most of us just have a complicated relationship with it. And it makes it hard to find community. So I kind of go on the opposite end and want to have like an anti-community against that. Um, so signing off. God hates me. He hates you. Um, but I don't. I don't hate you or me. Love ya. Bye. <laughs>